I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Without question, one of the most thankless and underappreciated jobs on any movie set is being an extra. Now, it's no secret that extras typically have to endure long, long hours and aren't paid all that much for it. But in the very least, they get to be a vital and indelible part of a big Hollywood movie, right? Well, that is, unless the films in question treat them like utter garbage. I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are eight movies where extras got totally trolled. Number eight, extras were told the final scene was a dream sequence, Iron Man. While shooting spoilerific scenes that also require the presence of dozens of extras, filmmakers can't really be blamed for flat-out lying to them. We all know how protective Marvel Studios is over the secrecy of their productions, and this goes all the way back to the original 2008 Iron Man. For the iconic closing scene where Tony Stark famously holds a press conference and tells the assembled reporters that he is, in fact, Iron Man, director Jon Favreau and company wanted to ensure that the stunning punchline didn't leak online before paying audiences saw it for themselves. And so, all of the extras playing reporters in the scene were told that the scene was actually nothing more than one of Tony Stark's dream sequences. It's pretty damn rare that anyone bothers leaking anything substantial about an inconsequential dream sequence, so it was a pretty smart ploy to ensure the scene could be shot in a filled-out conference room without risking leaks. Number 7. A misbehaving horse kicked an extra in the crotch, The Last Samurai In what must surely be one of the all-time great cinematic examples of a background artist holding it together under intense agony, we have this poor, suffering extra from the Tom Cruise-starring period epic The Last Samurai. In a scene where Captain Nathan dismounts from his horse, keep an eye on one of the soldiers stood behind him, who promptly gets kicked hard in the crotch region by the apparently unhappy horse. Somehow, despite the swiftness of the kick, the extra managed to maintain his composure and not blow the take, for which they clearly deserve some sort of additional compensation. Clearly, no human member of the production was trying to actively harm the extra, but the horse, on the other hand, likely didn't care much for being crowded by so many bodies. Ouch. Number 6. Extras and stuntmen were hired from rival triad families. Enter the Dragon. It truly felt like Bruce Lee was just getting started when his untimely swan song, Enter the Dragon, was released. It was at least a thrilling testament to his skills as a martial artist, and remains one of the genre's finest entries almost 50 years on. Despite the obvious challenges of an American and Hong Kong co-production, shooting seemed to go relatively smoothly for the most part, aside from when Lee had to bust out his real-life fighting chops on a number of people who broke into the film's set. But there was some added drama due to a gaffe on the part of the casting department, who hired local Hong Kong stuntmen and extras to fill out the background and take hits when necessary. Unfortunately, the extras were a mix of individuals from rival triad families, resulting in fights often breaking out on set between various factions. Given the absolute serious business that triad warfare is, this certainly isn't something worth trifling with, even on a martial arts movie set. 
Number five, the police extras had to deal with a real criminal, Leon. Luc Besson's classic action thriller Leon takes place in New York City, and given the many bodies piled up throughout its grisly runtime, it's understandable that the NYPD makes their presence known during the film, particularly in its riveting climax. As is usual, extras were pulled from central casting, kitted up in NYPD officer uniforms, and then sent to set. Though the background artists ended up getting a little more than they bargained for while shooting on location on the streets of New York. Nearby, a criminal had just robbed a store, and in the process of his escape, ran onto the set where the film's climax was being filmed. Upon sighting the fleet of cops and cop cars, the thief gave himself up to these police officers, unaware that they weren't in fact real cops. Having to deal with an actual criminal is of course well above the extra's pay grade, so hopefully a senior member of the production stepped in, or someone at least whistled for the real police. As much as we'd love to see film footage of this incident, which surely must exist somewhere, it sadly never ever come to light. Number 4. The director blew up the T-van to shock the extras. Grand Prix While most of the trolling on this list isn't outwardly malicious, legendary director John Frankenheimer was clearly getting fed up with the sleepy, unconvincing performances of his extras while shooting his classic 1966 sport drama Grand Prix, and resorted to rather drastic measures to get what he wanted. Frankenheimer was dissatisfied with the crowd's underwhelming reaction to some of the dramatic events that were happening on the track, and came to realize the tired extras were playing out the clock until their tea break. And so, Frankenheimer had the hilariously cruel idea to refilm the sequence and, in order to guarantee the desired shock and dismay from the crowd, targeted the thing that they cherished most, the T-Van. Frankenheimer had his crew rig up the T-Van with explosives and detonate it, ensuring the crowd looked positively agape and Frankenheimer got the shots he needed. Presumably, though, the contents of the T-Van weren't blown up along with the vehicle because that'd be what we call a dick move. Number 3. The extras weren't told a fight was going to break out. Take shelter. First things first, if you've not seen Jeff Nichols' terrifically underappreciated psychological thriller Take Shelter, then you are missing out on a fantastic film topped by a killer Michael Shannon performance. Even in the most outlandish moments, Nichols' films have a tendency to capture a low-key dramatic ebb and flow, employing local extras who seamlessly lend lived-in authenticity to whatever is happening on screen. Nichols proved this once again during arguably Take Shelter's best scene, where Curtis and his family grab a bite to eat at the Lions Club community center, and Curtis gets into a fight with his former close friend. On the film's DVD, Nichols explains that he simply told the seat-filling extras in the scene that they'd get a free lunch and be filmed for a movie, notably neglecting to inform them that a fight would break out and that Shannon would deliver an epic cinematic tirade for the ages. As such, the stunned sea of faces visible throughout the scene are reacting quite genuinely to the unexpected chaos that they're witnessing. Incredible. Number 2. An extra got popcorn accidentally thrown into his mouth. Fast Times at Ridgemont High Fast Times at Ridgemont High is one of the most absurdly entertaining comedies of the entire 1980s, though one of its more slightly bizarre moments is one that you've probably never even noticed. During the mid-film football game, we cut to the stands and see the smooth-talking ladies' man Mike jump out of his seat in excitement. Mike also flings the content of his popcorn bag in the air, with a large piece of popcorn being catapulted directly into the mouth of the poor extra that has stood next to him. In the same vein as the last Samurai's horse victim, though, the guy barely flinches and keeps it together enough to ensure that the take was usable. Even so, nobody signed up to be force-fed popcorn that, let's be honest, is probably cold or stale or worse still, fake and plastic. Yeah, they exist. And number one, Rampage creator Brian Collin was invited to appear as an extra, but the scene got cut. Rampage 
As far as video game adaptations go, 2018's Rampage really isn't all that bad, because at least it captures the chaotic essence of his balmy source material. For the Dwayne Johnson-starring blockbuster, the original 1986 game's lead designer Brian Collin was invited to make a cameo appearance amid the carnage, playing a random citizen who runs away from an oversized gorilla called George during one of his, uh, well, rampages. As excited as Collin was to make the cameo, having reportedly visited the set several times during production, that didn't stop his role from sadly being cut from the final film, as he reported on social media around the time of its release. It was hardly a vital role or a wink-wink cameo, but even so, inviting the brainchild behind the very IP you're adapting from to play an extra and then cutting him out is definitely poor form. Hopefully, if a sequel ever gets made, the filmmakers will put this right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.